This is Henry Rollins, and you are listening to Signal to Noise. Consider yourself lucky. This is Mike Watt from San Pedro, California, for Signal to Noise. All right. Hello, everybody. So this is episode 25 of the Signal to Noise podcast. It's been a while. My last episode, um, well, heck. It's more regular than I've been. My last episode featured Mike Esposito, one of my buddies that I used to work with. I uh, got another buddy here with me in my new hometown area. Um, Josh, why don't you introduce yourself here? Hey, I'm uh, Josh Malchek. I um, sit out, hanging out at your kitchen table here with yeah. your, your cool dog. Cause yeah. We call it a studio. Studio. We hang out at the studio. <clears throat> right. So you guys know the format of this show. Um, I'm all about demystifying the stuff that goes on with... Well, technology and music and all that sort of stuff. So here's our setup today. I've got my iPad running the Boss Jock Studio app, an app I've talked about a lot on the blog and stuff, so you can go back, listen to um, past episodes, or check out articles I've done on the blog. I'm using the blue Snowball microphone, and um, Josh might be able to point out that... It's orange. It, it, right? Yes, exactly. I was so going like, to keep your secret, but... The whole snowball thing, like kind of, you know... That like, whole thing just snowballed into me saying, so you see what I did there? I, I do see what you did. That was nice. That was good. So... Uh, Josh and I are hanging out today. He was over jamming. I haven't gotten to play with another musician in forever, so it was really nice to sit down with a drummer and lay out some grooves. So maybe I'll have some music to release this year here between the two of us because we got all kinds of crazy ideas. But, um, well, hey, we're going to talk about some stuff. So let's let me get into a little bit of show business first. All right, so um, you may have noticed that the show music changed. So the last time I did this, and I may have talked about this on episode 24 or not. I can't remember. But we were doing the cast iron ring. Well, the cast iron ring is no more, so I'm not using that show music anymore. And there's a new Brotherhood of Podcasts, which I've been invited to join, um, specifically pending, thank you, Rock, if um, I can do a show on a regular basis. I make no guarantees, man. Like, who knows what's going to happen here? But um, the music I'm playing is actually music from my old band, because I was racking my brain, what kind of music can I use? How do I get licensing? I'm like, well, I have stuff I recorded. Why don't I use that? So... That opening track was called Giving In. I don't honestly know if we've ever released it anywhere, but if there's interest and people you know, say, hey, you know, where could I get that track? Maybe I'll toss it up somewhere for a download. Um, so that's a little bit about the show. I am trying to get a regular schedule going on here. I've also got Josh here, which you are introduced, but so Josh is part of a grander scheme. Josh yes. is going to be on another episode here coming up where um, it's gonna, I'm going to have Mike back. It'll be Josh and a few other people, and we want to talk about the state of the music industry as seen through the eyes of different generations, right? Because, like, right. I, you know, I'm Generation X here, so I'm, I'm the older guy yeah, right now. I old am. money. Yeah, I wouldn't say money, <laughs> but uh, old for sure, right? But so I'm the older guy on, on the thing here. Josh has got the, the younger generation. I mean, and let's face it, guys. It's the millennial generation that is driving how the economy is going, right? And the purchasing. So I'll be curious to find out, you know, and again, no spoilers. But right. we're going to talk about, like, you know, how, where we see the industry going, um, how we consume music, how we spend money on music, if we spend money on music. And again, no spoilers. Yeah, right? and no spoilers, <laughs> but I'm, I'm really excited about this because not necessarily that I like to so much to like talk about my viewpoints about mm -hmm. stuff so much as I specifically like to argue with you <laughs> so that's gonna be my, my favorite part yeah if I, if I, if I, I'm honestly surprised earlier when we talked about the mic being orange I'm surprised he didn't say it was another color yeah we, you know? I did we almost went into it we, I know it's kind of good a lot Snowball. of contention going on I wish they could see it yeah, yeah not really <clears throat> alright so anyway guys um, so that's that so next thing my little bit of soapbox here so my father-in-law passed away and this is not meant to be a downer as much as it's meant to be a call to action. He died from like four different things, um, cancer, some other rare disease, blood infection, all this sort of stuff. And he's one of the healthiest guys I know. And so here's my hippie rant, and this is where Josh is really going to tease me. Uh, because, you know, he came over, uh, we made lunch, and while I, I have no intention of ever cutting red meat out of my diet, I did make sure that the um, beef in question has no antibiotics, no hormones, all that sort of stuff because I really believe in limiting the chemicals that we use for stuff. And I think as musicians, we have the power to change things. So question the answers is really what I would say. I mean, you know, you're know, you gonna question what I'm saying right now. So are you ready is, for my rebuttal on that? I'm really ready for so, it, because, okay. this, because this, is, this is the whole point, to yeah. question things. I believe right? in Rally chemicals. I'm a, I'm a chemical believer because I think as, as a society, yeah. as people who you have invented Oh, what's that? I'm sorry. You, you and Marilyn Manson. Yeah, me and Marilyn Manson. Mm -hmm. Like people who have invented science, like like chemicals, uh, 
help us as you know i was saying earlier whenever we were discussing uh that topic that uh gmos specifically help us control the population like so many people don't die off uh because he's laughing at me he's like what For two seconds, I thought he was serious. Like, I no, seriously, serious no. Serious. So GMOs, uh, yeah. which taste better than or identical right. to, you know, what it's what it's modified right. from. Uh, it, uh, <laughs> keep going here. I'm sorry, you can't. You can't. You can't no, seriously, no. It's good for good for making sense. people not starve to death. Like like we can't have as much food as we could if everything was. was but so right. here's the thing, though. So that's a great argument, except mm-hmm. for the fact that we have simultaneous epidemics of obesity and starvation going on in the world. You're right. We need to like take food. Explain that one. Redistribution right? of food. That's my explanation. Right. That's so, a good so, idea. But, but 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 can we? And the whole point is, do we need to genetically modify stuff, or do we just need to like get back to doing work? Well, yeah, I get it. But there's you know I mean? and you know I don't I don't I haven't like looked into it apparently. Yeah. As much and as and just have. a side note, if anyone is tuned in and thinks, wow, why am I listening to an agriculture podcast? We're, we're going to get back to some music here in a second. This is but, the new face. But you know we. But my point is. Like in, even like Josh is doing right now, question what's going on, right? Like don't don't just blindly accept what's happening. Question it. If we're introducing a GMO, what's the long term effect of that? Because that's my thing. Is like so great. We're genetically modifying this, but how do we know that we're not genetically modifying it to something that's going to cause something else? Now, if you could tell me that this GMO is eventually going to give me some mutant power, I, I you take be, it, right? I, I'd be convinced. Okay. I'd be convinced to do some more GMO stuff. Like unless know, it was like a terrible mutant power. Like it would depend on the mutant power. You right can now. smell bad at will. Have you been something. watching Agents of Shield? I haven't. No, I've never, okay. never seen the show. Well, so spoiler: there's a guy oh. with a mutant power, and like you know, he loses his eyes as part of this process, but he gains other sights. So I'm like, I don't know if that's you think, a good one. You think the trade off is worth yeah, it? I don't know. I mean, he, he got he got over it, right? It was a good mm-hmm. one. So you should watch Agents of Shield, by the way. But so anyway, the whole point is, guys, call to action, right? We're musicians. Um, there's a lot of activists out there. We don't need to be crazy tree-hugging hippies, but we do need to question the answers, question where things are coming from, make sure that we are always being responsible. And that's kind of my rant there for that. So let's move on to the next thing. All right, so Josh, you saw on my bookcase there the um, D. Snyder book, Twisted Sister. Yes. And I was proud Josh knew who he was. And I commented that that was the first time I had seen him in men's clothing. You know, <laughs> a funny story in the book, he actually talks about um, the whole men's clothing thing and like Russia banned him or his book or his pictures no. or something and he's like he's like I, you know and all I picture is there's just some you know big Russian male gymnast with a picture of me on their locker going oh she cute you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah that kind of thing like, I mean have you seen you know the videos I mean it's he's what, pretty attractive twisted sister? yeah it makes him attractive oh, he's ugly so. man he makes a twisted sister oh that's must have been where they got but the I'm name ah. <laughs> yes yeah, so that actually was their point oh I see I, actually their uh, yeah. their famous song and oh my goodness people I, if I don't say the name of it and remember it I'm gonna be I'm gonna be upset uh, because it's I'm gonna have to end the show uh, it is a famous song by them I found out it was a cover what song um name their songs and I'll tell you so you're sure we're talking about twisted sister because their biggest song call I feel the noise that's Quiet Riot. That's what I meant. I accidentally <laughs> mispronounced Quiet Riot when I said Twisted Sister is what had happened there. <laughs> if you guys could see the straight face you delivered that with. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay, so. Well, that's a whole lot of fun there, right? So that was Quiet Riot. <laughs> and um, you're right. That was a cover. It was a cover of the band Slade, right? And <laughs> you remember when I told you that I didn't have as much knowledge as you think I might? <laughs> Yeah, well, the good news is you weren't lying. So I appreciate your honesty here, right? And and the chance for you to show me how honest you really yeah, are. Yeah, that's a true friendship. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, Do you so have a wonky sound effect? Sisters, you, play uh, you know what? It's not no, well, no, I'm not set up on this one. Okay. Um, but so the Twisted Sister song, there was a big one. Was we're not going to take it, right? That was like the yeah. really, really big hit. That's the one that I, that I loved, and it, it was fun to read the book and see what he talked about. And then also I read Scott Ian's book just this year which I also saw on your shelf so I can corroborate that story I know you can now you haven't seen this one yet because I didn't make it to my shelf yet I'm working on Lita Ford's new book do you know who Lita Ford is? Uh, yeah a musician it's okay to say no <laughs> no I know I, I, for real she's a musician I've heard about do you, do you know what her original band was? Uh, it, tell me the band and I'll so her, her and Joan Jett were in the Runaways the Jets oh yeah the Runaways <laughs> there was a yeah. movie about that with Dakota Fanning in it what the Jets? the Runaways 
I think it was called when you're way. a jet. You're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. No, no, I feel that. Sing the other one though. The um, we're not going to take it. So, I wanted to get you to sing that one. That was the Jets from West Side Story. There's a real gap here in our musical knowledge. There is. I'm sorry. I was trying to tell you, you know earlier. That's all right. You know, ne- next time, we'll, we'll better prepare. Okay. Like, like we'll listen to some song. You know, we'll need to listen to some metal, some punk, some show tunes yeah. you know, to, to get it all in there, right? All right. So let's see here. So what are all the things I want to talk about today? All right. So new Megadeth album's out. New Anthrax album's out. Have you heard either of those yet? No. I know that Scott Ian is from Anthrax, even though he is as made famous by the band The Damn Things. I remember he had a side project called Anthrax going on. No. He was made famous by Anthrax. <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty strong about this. Right? No. I haven't heard either of those albums. Oh. So the new Anthrax is killer. If anybody has heard the, the last album, uh, Worship Music... This one, For All Kings, is it just picks up where worship music left off and took it a step further. Um, it blew me away with just what a great record this is. Like, I haven't been this excited about Anthrax records since uh, The Persistence of Time back in the 90s. Like, they are just hitting a new stride here. New Megadeth is really good, too. And let's see here. Let's get on to talking about a little bit of gear. All right, so I apologize if the transitions are a little rough. I have not used this in a while. Um, you know, but, you said you said two or three years, and you said like, "Oh, it's semi-regular." I did it like two years ago. I was thinking, like, yeah, for vaccines, maybe that's regular. And I, um, I, I actually meant like this particular app because oh. the podcast itself hasn't been. Oh, I thought okay. I thought you were saying. Never mind. Yeah, normally when I sit down to put this together, like if I'm doing like a Skype interview, like we'll do when we do the the big panel kind of thing. Yeah. Um, we'll all be over Skype, and then I'll edit everything together in Logic, right? Logic's what I normally use, but when I want to do something quick live, that can just post like that I use this app okay. that way it's just quick easy to get out no editing you know you've got all our mistakes and all our jokes and all the other things in here so if anybody were about 12 minutes in if you've already turned it off I'm sorry try, to, try <laughs> us next time it might get better we you hate know. you if you already you turned know. it off but you don't know because you turned it off this can offend no one except the people that are still listening who not, might now be they didn't turn it off stuff. But now they might be upset. Like if they got friends that had turned it off? Like yes. A hypothetical right. situation where two dudes are in the same room and one... Uh, one one walks over turns it off. Then I apologize. You should. That's terrible. All right. Um, so there's been just a lot of things going on here. Um, let's see here. Did I do the bumper? I did the bumper. What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. So Lemmy. Gear. So, well, you know what? I'm going to talk about gear in a second. So Lemmy. So Lemmy passed away. And the last show I talked about it and, you know, and talked about just you know how we came into Motorhead, me and Mike, and that sort of stuff. But... Um, I finally found out the cause of death, and I'm sure this is old news for a lot of people by now, but finding out the cause of death made me feel better. Did you hear about the cause of death? No, I actually, this is going to be new for me. Okay, so at first, it was just being reported it was cancer. Yeah. Right? And I remember hearing the news and being like, man, Lemmy can't die from cancer. Like, Lemmy's done every drug under the sun. You know, <laughs> he's like, the man is known for drinking Jack and Coke and, you know, all these different drugs and all this sort of stuff. And if that's true, that means that Nothing can can touch cancer because he's done every drug. So one of them had to cure it, right? Yeah, yeah, it's possible. You know, <laughs> I, just, I get that. Yeah. Just law of averages here, right? That's probably why he was doing them, just to like be safe, you know, just in case, yeah. right? Right? Preventative medicine. But so yeah, the man was a saint. So he died from cancer, and there was like two other things. I can't remember what they were. Right? It was like some sort of cancer and two other diseases, and that made me feel so much better. So that's the real reason. What yeah. was the reason they said he died for? Then? Just cancer. Oh, okay. But, but then it was like, and like this is official cause of death with cancer plus two other things. And for life of me, I can't remember what the two other things are, but hey, we live in the um, age where if you're sitting listening to this, you can probably just Google yeah, the answer on your phone. Yeah. We both yeah. got phones. We could. You know, no, see if you can figure it out. You want to do it? Yeah, great. Yeah, okay. you, you Google when I'm talking about this. Dead air is bad, so you say I'll, I'll keep talking. Just Google, right? Yeah. You, you keep, keep your Googling going. But so what made me feel better about that is that is how metal Lemmy is that cancer couldn't kill Lemmy cancer had to bring two friends with him to do Lemmy in uh, that's that I feel better about that right so that that's metal as heck Google just says cancer like I literally put what did Lemmy die from and it said cancer but I believe you I just don't know if it's gonna dig yeah, into there, it there's an official cause of death but anyway so we'll move on to the next thing here so here we go again all right so <clears throat> gear I've been yes. traveling right I've been traveling checking stuff out and right. um, I found a whole bunch of new pedals um, I have not purchased any new pedals yet, but I was at Atomic Music in Maryland. Um, again, I've talked about them on the show before, talked about them on the blog before. Love that place. If you're ever in the Maryland, Beltsville kind of area, you've got to go to um, Atomic Music, used store, 
If you have insane dust allergies, take your Benadryl with you and your EpiPen and all that sort of stuff. Because huh. my buddy, I'm not, dude, I'm not even kidding. Is that like a chain? Like they're just like, no. that's what they're known for is just being dusty all the time? No, like, no, it's no. not a chain. It's just kind of, I think, how they housekeep. You know, because no. that was the dog in the background. Uh, we have a poodle joining us today. Adorable. Since Josh won't stop touching the poodle, the poodle won't. It's not. Right a, I've seen poodles. This is like a large version. Like well, you, it's a standard. You like, cut some other dog into no. the shape of a poodle, but much so, bigger. So poodles. This is a standard size poodle. All <laughs> those other poodles you're talking about are like miniatures. Ah, that's but, probably why they call like, it. This poodles. is the standard size poodle. And I, there might even be one bigger than that. But like this is your standard size show poodle. It's a good one. It's a good yeah. size. Yeah, my my analysis is I don't know if you can hear me size. patting it right now, but. A little bit. Thick dog. What was I just talking about? You were talking about atomic music. music So atomic music. So the first time my buddy Chris and I went in there, he broke out in hives. Mm -hmm. Because it was just like that much dust and stuff and all this. Now they've changed locations, so it's not as bad. But he still gets a little nervous. Dang, Chris. Yeah, it was a good time, man. Well, that's a good plug for them. I mean, other than the dust part. Dude, I love that store. Like, literally, every time I go to Maryland, I make it a point to stop there. Like, I always, always go there. Because it's just a great, great place. I, went, I actually had gone to a little music store the other day that I thought was really good. Which one? Um, it's called Guitar Center. Like, <laughs> and they have more than just guitars. Is the crazy part? Like, I, have you heard of that? No, no, never. Now tell me about this place. It's like, it's like a music store. Like you go in and there's like they have like like pro audio section and drums, really and guitars, weird. and like it's like like how just the little things that are not very known. Really, Guitar that, Center. Like you discover like, something. Guitar Center. I know. <laughs> you just discovered Guitar Center. Yeah, well, it's, you know, it's great. Anyway, I was so, buying my instruments from Walmart before that. You're killing me, man. <clears throat> so I um, tried a, a bunch of new tremolo pedals. One was called Neptune Audio, um, and it's they're built apparently locally. Was it, was it? Yeah. Neptune Audio, built locally in the Maryland area. And um, there's a couple of local Maryland builders that I found when we were there. So you got to check those out. What? What are you doing? I was trying to position myself so I can hear myself. Your dog's freaking out because I'm moving the chair. The dog's really not freaking out, but your voice got really deep there. I was trying to paint. It was was like that deep, bassy proximity effect. I was trying to illustrate a picture for the audience. Okay, but anyway. Continue on with that thing you were saying. Yeah, so I was talking about, I kind of appreciate this getting derailed thing. I don't know if I've had this sort of problem before. But... (laughs) So, um, Neptune Audio, really cool looking tremolo pedal. It's kind of, they do the fake tube thing and they've got like a little protector over it. So if you uh, get a chance, check those out. Um, Also, another one I really liked called Noise Kick Effect. So it's a tremolo pedal, but um, this one they call the Howler. So you can actually like run other pedals into it to get like a feedback effect and do some weird stuff there with it. So I really like those sorts of things. Can I digress and you tell me what the fake tube thing means? As though I don't know. Like, let's pretend. Well, so, okay. So so basically, like, um, you know what a tube looks like in a tube amp? I've seen tubes. Okay. So essentially, they put, like, a little tube so it looks like there's, like, a tube in this thing. But you can't power a tube off a 9-volt battery. Oh, it's, like, aesthetic. Yeah, exactly. It's aesthetic. It's basically to to light up and look pretty, but you're not going to get any. That's cool. How come you didn't show me that one? Did you, like, hide it? No, I didn't get that one yet. Oh, I didn't buy any of these yet. No. Like, like I, I seriously, like, I, um, I, you know, on that trip, it, that was a crazy trip, man. There's a lot of stuff going on. But, like, I told myself, like, you know what? I don't need to buy any new pedals. And, of course, like, when the day I tell myself that, I find four great new pedals <laughs> that really, really wanted all of them. They're all a bit pricey, but they're on my wish list, and I'm going to try and get the builders on here. So now, let's talk about some music. All right, so I played this for you upstairs, but so um, I've been on Instagram a lot lately. If you guys are trying to follow me on social media, Twitter and Instagram are the places to go. My Instagram feed is now full of guitars, effects, and barbecue. I've been barbecuing now. That's, I can't remember if we've talked about this. No, we haven't. But, this um, is, I'm t- fresh to this. I got a big green egg a couple years ago when I moved, moved I see, to this It's area. right there. I can yep. literally see it from here. And um, I absolutely love to barbecue. So um, if you are a vegan, my Instagram feed might be a dangerous place for you. Might be. Like, you might be just upset at all the beef that you see. Yeah. I actually am throwing around this idea of creating an Instagram because I eat fast food like four times a day. Yeah. And like, as a joke, I want to have an Instagram just with like pictures of fast food. Like, and it's always like the same like sloppy burger, like falling over on its side, like just four times a day. So people can know, like, my shame. But that would kind of get boring. It would, but it's one of those things that's art because like people will tell each other that exists. 
But if it's the same picture four times a day, that's not hard. That's just like you know, copy paste. Oh no, it's the, it's the same type. It's I take the a new picture. Did you get in different places? It's just the same burger. Like so, yeah, like Hardee's, like, Burger King. So for example, we're in the Char- Charleston area. So would you go down to like the Pineapple Fountain and you and a Big Mac like posed? We need to work this out. Let's see. Because this so is a new thing. Got some things Nobody copy. steal this idea. I'm pointing at the mic. I, yeah, copyright. copyright yeah, trademark. Bought the rights. Copyrights. Right. Exactly. Royalties. There, there we go. So. <laughs> Seriously, where was I going with this? Oh, yeah, so uh, Instagram, right? So the, that's the place that I'm, I'm hanging out right now on social media. Um, I do avoid Facebook like the plague, so if you put anything on the Facebook page there, not saying I won't see it, just not guaranteed when. But because I've been hanging out on Instagram, I've been finding all sorts of new things. So I said I'm into barbecue. That's kind of why I got into Instagram because it's a great place to find barbecue photos and recipes, that sort of stuff. But I discovered this cello player. Her name is Tina Guo. And um, she's kind of a big deal in the world of cello. She plays an electric cello, and the album I was playing for Josh earlier, she does uh, Slayer's Raining Blood on a cello. This is what you showed me. Yeah, yeah this was yeah. good. So, like, it's a really good metal album with a cello and distortion and that sort of stuff. Kind of blew my mind. But she's much more than, you know, like a gimmicky kind of thing like that. Mm-hmm. She's also a very skilled classical style musician, we'll say. Um, she plays with Hans Zimmer. Like, you know Hans Zimmer? Yeah, Was it like the Lion King soundtrack? Oh, yeah, yeah. Stuff. That's actually something I've heard of. Yeah, like, like did a lot of that stuff, right? So she's actually played with him. Um, I can't remember what movie, but she was some big movie that we've all seen or at least heard of. She was the featured cello soloist on it for the Hans Zimmer score, all this sort of stuff. She was actually, I think, in London recently because I've been following the Instagram feed. Um, you know, on the Hans Zimmer tour, all that stuff. What? That kind of stuff. I know, it's been pretty That's cool. That's pretty cool, man. yeah. Yeah, so... Um, if you guys get a chance, check her out. Right? She's got some great classical style music. She's got some good metal music. And it's like for me, like I love, and she's been putting videos up of herself, like doing dubstep. Like, yeah, she's ah, dude. I got to go see that. You, we gotta, you really I know like what we're going to do after this podcast. You got now. It, okay. right? She's got a great dubstep video out there, but she does all this great music with a cello that you would not expect to be with a cello. And I love that because, like, growing up in the 80s, in the middle of nowhere, before the internet, try to picture what your life would be right now if you didn't have the internet. Just, yeah, that would be... Like, like, how would you communicate, right? I'd be like this, but people wouldn't be able to hear us. We would just be conversing. Talking like, no! Like, like, what? <laughs> and, and really, that's you know what it was like. So, I mean, you know, here I am, grown up in the middle of nowhere, 20, 30 minutes from anywhere, you know, by car. Oh, I know. Because you know, I was out in the middle, you know, like, country, that sort of stuff. And... Here I am, this kid who's playing trombone. I love to play the trombone. I love classical music. I love jazz, but I also love metal. And nobody can figure that out, right? And so I'm the odd man out all through school. There's only like a handful of metalheads, and they don't like jazz and classical. So like, I don't fit in anywhere, you know? And so now, (laughs) to see somebody like Tina coming up, and then another one, are you familiar with the band Huntress? No. Okay, so you need to check out Huntress. Okay. Um, because Huntress, the lead lead singer there, or front woman, uh, Jill Janis, her and Lemmy wrote a song together um, that I'll tell you about later. Because, you know, it goes, it goes against my swearing policy right now. <laughs> um, but it's a great track. And so her and Lemmy wrote the song together. But she's another one. Like, when I got to interview her a couple years ago for the Iron City Rocks podcast... It was so much fun to sit down and talk to her because she's clo- she's even closer to my age. Like Tina, Tina's probably I think probably closer to your age. Yeah, like in the thirties. What, like twenty one or something? That's how old I am, as far as you know. Right. Yeah. Right, okay. Right. Good. Yeah, I, I had a card him on the way in here. But, um, <laughs> so it's not like I'm drinking your beer like, right now well, from your fridge. I know you're drinking the Coca Cola too. Mm. You know, you know. Plug little known product Coca Cola. Try it, you guys. Try it. <laughs> you know. I could probably get Coca-Cola to sponsor me if I was that industrious, but they don't have to because I do love Coca-Cola so much. I'll talk about it all the time. Yeah, but you could get free Coke. I, but see, notice something, though. I only like the Coca-Cola that comes from Mexico. <laughs> it says refresco. Uh-huh. Because they make the Coca-Cola, uh, the Mexican Coca-Cola is made with cane sugar. So made with what? Cane sugar. Oh, that's right. You're a crazy Instead hippie. Of, I forgot about that. Yeah. It just, I like the taste. I like the taste of cane sugar versus the corn sugar. I like high fructose corn syrup. Uh, on your Cheerios? That, I love it on everything. Right. But anyway. Which so, is convenient because it is. But back go ahead. to my point. Right? We'll come back here. I love this. So Jill Janis, um, it was a very similar upbringing. Like, you know, raised in the middle of nowhere. She was a classically trained opera singer. Like when she was thirteen or fourteen, she was like touring Europe doing like opera and that sort of stuff, right? Yeah, exactly. Like she's that talented, but she also loved metal. Again, didn't work. So it took her years to where she could find. And then try being, you know, 
it's tough for me to be a guy liking metal and this different stuff that I like and be accepted. Try being a girl at that time. Yeah. You know, like we're we're still barely. I think we're just like hitting the cusp where women are accepted into the metal scenes and that they can really produce great music and they do. You know, because again, Jill's a great example. Tina's a great example. But to see these people that can span more than just one genre of music and have that other genre not just be hip hop. You know, because they yeah. say that. And, and like, I'm certainly not slim in hip-hop, but there's there's a bit more skill to playing a cello or singing operatic than there is to tweak a knob and do a sample. Yeah. You know? And so if anyone wants to disagree agree with that with me, you give me the sampler, I'll give you the cello, we'll see who can figure out what an hour, you know. Whoa, 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 wait. What? You want a disagreement? Because I... No, I don't want a disagreement. Okay. <laughs> pause, pause. You pause, put a pin in that one? Okay. Yeah, we'll put a pin in that wait. one. Yeah, later. All right, so um, I guess next topic here, which I really don't know what it is. Play the guitar noise. I don't know. Let's go to it. I All right, so I feel like I need to turn that bumper up. So, yeah, it's a, little, so, it's a little quiet. Yeah, so um, let's see. Can I do that while I'm here? Yeah, there's the cart. Let's try this. That was a little better. We just went on to a different topic. That was bumpers, and then what is this one? Bumpers? I don't know. We got a three-part story on bumpers today. I know, crazy, right? But so that one. <laughs> so th- this was definitely a good idea. This has been entertaining. Hopefully the audience enjoyed it. I hope so. Have, but, you know, I just I, really want people to like me. That's the you know, story of my life. But so... Seriously, where was I going with this? Um, New topic. Oh, well, so anyway, so the guitar sound there. I actually recorded that guitar sound directly into the iPad. That one just then? Well, not just now, but the one that... <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry to say, you're lying, because like, I saw you, you not see guitar it. in my hand, right? <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, so... Uh, um, and, you know, and my audience will know, like, I'm a big fan of talking about how I do everything. So the iPad, for me, has just been this amazing creation tool. You know, like... I, I really didn't show you much of how the layout is, but I've got like all the different tracks and carts and stuff. So I just yeah, I'm looking at like, it here. Like it's... a big sampler pad, you know. And um, what were we going to talk about? We were going to talk about the pedals that you have, and there's a specific pedal I've been waiting for you to talk oh, about because so, it's so funny. Yeah. And we bantered about yeah, it. Yeah, right. So, so Josh here, uh, he comes over, and like I said, I haven't gotten to jam with another musician probably since I moved. Like you're probably the first person that I've played with since. Oh, dude. It could be like 2000-something at this point. Like, it's still 2000-something, like, honestly. Well, but, but not like the like the 2010s, like pre 2010 Like the Limp Bizkit era? Like probably 2003 or four. Okay. You know, like not including my, my guitar students because we really didn't jam. But it's weird for me to think that that's over 10 years ago. Limp, oh, my goodness. You're right. Limp Bizkit would have been, what, 98, 99? Yeah. There. yeah. I can't believe they're still writing hit songs. They are? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, I was really going to feel out of it for a minute. Here's the thing, because, though. Like, I like the first record, and they really lost me after that. So, like, I slam Limp yeah. Bizkit a lot, uh, mm-hmm. which is clearly what this topic is about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like Go to make fun of them, because that's the cool thing to do. You know, spoiler alert, they did it in the Deadpool movie, even if you haven't seen that movie. I have. Um, so, was that good? It was a really good movie. So, uh, how have you seen that movie, but not the other 30 movies that I mentioned today? Because that's a rather recent movie. I mentioned 30 classic movies. Josh's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I wouldn't say Deadpool's a classic, but (laughs) it's soon to be. To hear people rave about it, I think it's going to make the classics Uh, here. But going on to that, so I I slam Limp Bizkit a lot because it's cool and I want to be cool. But I was thinking the other day, like, I've never heard a Limp Bizkit song I didn't like. So I I think I'm like a closet Limp Bizkit fan, except for now I'm open about it on the internet. So I guess I just got to deal with that and join a support group or whatever people do when they find out they're a Limp Bizkit fan. But... (laughs) So, because um, because I feel the need to, to educate you now, and you know you thought that Twisted Sister did come on feel the noise. <clears throat> you do know that Limp Biscuit's song "Faith" was a George Michael. Cover. Talking about Limp Biscuit. Limp Yeah, <laughs> I've got a lisp today. Sorry, guys. Like. Uh, the, the uh, tongue, my tongue is lame. What no, I didn't know that. I, I knew that uh, Behind Blue Eyes by them was by The Who, The Guess Who. Is that the same band? The, no, no. The Who and The Guess Who are different bands. Good, you passed the test. The Guess Who I... does, really? Uh, I've got a test for you then. Because the um, the Guess Who did American Woman, and then The Who did all the other Lenny Kravitz songs. did American Woman. Everybody knows that. Lenny Kravitz covered The Guess Who. Right. So, well, I'm 21. How am I supposed to know this? You, you Google, right? That, that's why I love when people are like, well, I was only born, but this time, so how do you expect me to know this? I'm like, Google. I didn't have Google. I had to just have to remember stuff. You don't have to remember anything. You just have to remember typing into Google. 
It's an easy enough thing to do. I frequently Google all the stuff you're going to call me out on. Like I specifically put into Google, like, what is he going to ask me about? That's right. It's in there because you Uh put it. um, Because I blog about it. So uh, here's my test for you. Mm -hmm. Who would win in a wrestling match between Lemmy and God? That's oh, should I go with the obvious answer or do you got a good you got a snappy comeback? Go ahead, try it. Uh, God. It's a trick question. Ah. Lemmy is God. Ah, ah that's what you did there. Go. So in in I'm sure you you know don't know this movie or you would have gotten that reference, but it's from the movie Airheads back in the nineties. Oh, I didn't see that one. Brandon Fraser. I I mean he, I know who Brandon Fraser is. He's some of his best very comedic work. musician, but yeah. I'm joking, he was in the mummy. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. You don't know his life on the side. Oh, I am so impressed. Like, like your delivery is really good. Like, I, I seriously don't know why to take you seriously, and I love this. This is good stuff. What were we actually starting to talk about though here? Um, I feel like there was something we missed. Well, we're talking about Limp Bizkit and yeah. the movie Deadpool, which right. is really great, and everybody should go see it. Yep. Uh, except for people that shouldn't go see it, and you know who you are. So, how about what if they don't know who they are? Like, Story of my life. Like how, I do don't you, know. how do you self-identify that? You know, like you gotta learn self-identify and say like, "Hey, you know, I'm not a person to see Deadpool." I guess you like because I recently learned, and this is going to be cause contention between me and you. I recently learned that you can just leave in the middle of a movie if you don't like it. You don't get a refund. But Ant Man was not a good movie. I like Ant Man. <laughs> I left in the middle of the movie. I was like, "This is the worst movie I've seen." Really. I, and it's strange because I have a friend that thinks yeah. that was the best movie he's ever seen. He was like, "That's the best Marvel movie." I don't know if I called the best Marvel movie, but like I just watched it today because like I, I barely see stuff in the theater anymore, so I tape everything when it comes on. Yeah, stars. yeah, because we watched it earlier today, yeah. and I was like gritting my teeth, like I oh, really want you to think I'm cool. We no. I'm joking. That was great, dude. It's, if you don't like it, I, you know, like I don't. But I really did. I did actually, literally walk out. Really? But then that having been said, I also walked out of the theater yeah. for Guardians of the Galaxy, which I later watched and oh was like, goodness, "This movie is incredible. Why did yeah. I do that?" So you're, you're nuts for that one. I think I just stare. I think I just have phases where I don't want to be watching a movie. You know what? I found that, man. Like, if, if I'm in the, just not in the right frame of mind, you won't enjoy stuff. Like, yeah. you ever seen the movie Don't Mess with the Zohan? Yes. <laughs> so, uh, the first time I saw it, at the end of the movie, I'm like, oh my goodness, I just wasted two hours of my life. I'll never get back. <laughs> and that ah. comes on TV, and I'm like, oh my goodness, who wants to watch this? And, and something caught me, and next thing I know, I'm sucked in. I will watch it every time it's on TV. I think it's hysterical. Right? Yeah, it's, it's a great movie. Yeah. It's Adam Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> just like the, the whole haircutting thing, and him and the dogs. Mr. What was it? Coco? What was he doing? It's been a lot. I saw it like when it came out. I don't remember. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's been it must have been when I was four because I'm so young. We but. had a real topic here. We were talking, was it Pebble? Oh, the Pebble. Oh, yeah, because we're, we're going about. to it? my favorite part of the show. How could I forget? Yeah. Hang on. The button. My finger slipped off the button there. Oh, was, did, getting, was there just, they just got dead air for a little? Well, yep. Yeah, a little bit of dead air. Let's try it again here. Hang on. All right. So this time I'm using the lock button because I didn't think we were going to talk this long, and like literally my finger hurts. And check out which one it is. Oh, this one. This is the one. I got two of those. I I know. Really? We need an narrator. Like Aaron gives Josh the double bird, and he reciprocates. (laughs) That was really nice. That was good. That was good. I'm working on it. You could do some voiceover work. I have done voiceover work. Plug, hmm. plugged myself on your show. I, you know, you should plug yourself on the show because I'm thinking, I'm like, oh, what kind of voiceover stuff can I have you do? This is some good stuff here. But I digress. So Josh wants to talk about my new pedal that I just got. So, which is called, you know, you tell him, you build up to it. Oh, we're gonna build up. Don't okay. Worry. So, um, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show yet, but so when I was getting ready to move to where I live now, um, a buddy of mine was, you know, selling some gear, and I found out through his brother. I'm like, dude, how could you be selling gear and not tell me? And, he, you know, I'm like, do you have any pedals? Because he was selling his guitar. The guitar the guitar he had, I like, but I don't like the finish on it. I, like, I don't know if you notice my guitars up there, but they're all very shiny. Yeah. Like, I, I've realized... You like and, to see yourself in them. I, so that's not it, actually. Like, I've realized that, like, because of how much I sweat when I play, like, if I play, <laughs> like, a, like, a satin finish, yeah, I, I stick to it. Like, it, it actually <laughs> causes drag. You have to, like, peel it off of you? Seriously. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. And, I mean, like, with the high-gloss lacquer, like, I stuff to peel it off. Like, that's why I don't play shirtless anymore, because that hurts. Especially with... I thought that was just, like, to make me feel better. Like, cause... <laughs> Anyway, so, <laughs> okay, I don't know, where was I going with this? But anyway, so, um, I like a, a high, a, like a high lacquer gloss finish because I can move much faster up and down the neck mm-hmm. and stuff, you know, so it works. But anyway, so, 
like, what pedals do you have? So he sold me the Crunch Box that was out there. That was, the, that was the red one, right? Yes. And he sold me this other one called a Memory Man Deluxe. It was made by Electro Harmonics. Mm-hmm. And I've never cared about Electro Harmonics. They have a very famous pedal, which I'm about to get to, but we're being dramatic for a build-up here. And Dimebag mm-hmm. Daryl used the um, he used the same pedal. And everybody talks about it and talks about cloning it. And so finally, um, me and the kids are out one Saturday. And I'm like, let's go to Guitar Center. My son responds with, well, not that boring guitar store. And you know about the niche store that I was talking about earlier that I had just discovered? Like you guys, had, I know, right? Because you were acting like you didn't know. I, it, was, it, was, you know it was one of those tiny little stores we discovered. But so we go to the guitar center, and um, I d- decide to start demoing all the different versions of Josh's favorite pedal, the Big Muff. The Big Muff. The Big Muff. So, we need a sound effect for the Big Muff. I don't know what sound effect it would be. You know, like... The I, Big I really Muff. Have, I should have planned this out more. Because I have got all these carts that have other sounds that I don't need anymore. And we could have had, like... Played that one right now. Like, a Muff. I don't have a Muff sound thing on there. But anyway. What does so, a Muff sound like? Well, you heard it's pretty fuzzy. Like... <laughs> you told me to be an adult during this podcast. <laughs> I wish you guys could have seen his, his facial expression. <laughs> and here's the best part. So Josh here is a drummer, right? And then he'll Allegedly. Tell you, he'll tell you that he can play bass because anybody can play bass. I'm still a little upset about that one. Anybody can play bass. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. But so, um, you know, much like myself, he's really new to the world of guitar pedals. So fuzz is the type of pedal. It's the type of sound. And, and Electro Harmonics was probably, you know, giggling just like you are right now when they decided to call their Oh, they knew what they were doing, yeah. The fuzz box, yeah. the big muff. And they were like, yeah. nobody's going to top yeah. the fuzz box until... Yeah. Now, my big muff is actually the big muff nano, so it's a little big muff. That's... You just saw it. I can't even laugh. That's just golden. It's... <laughs> <laughs> just left you speechless. It's too much. But so, I absolutely, I love the pedal. Did you dig the sound? You no, know, I was into it, yeah. It things? sounded like, like it was like, yeah. which is how I like my guitars, it sounds. It's just like, you can't even hear them. <laughs> I, I, it's just, it's, it's like, like it's massive bees. Like, it's, it was, it was everything everybody's talking about with it. And I tried that one. I tried three different muff pedals, right? So I tried the original Big Muff, the huge box. And the reason I didn't get the Big Box Big Muff is because just, I mean, you saw my pedal board. Like, that would take up so much of the yeah, space. Yeah, it was insane. Did you build that yourself? It was like... Well, so I, I did build it myself. But I thought it was, I was from a kit. Like, like, I mean, like, I had the to DIY. Like, there's another guy. So the board I'm talking about, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show or not, but um, it, it's by a place called Chemistry Design Works. Okay. And um, he, he calls it the holy board, right? Because all the holes, you know. Ah, I get it. Yeah. But the whole point of that is instead of having to put Velcro, you can like use the holes to put zip ties through to hold your pedals down. So it's a two-tier, so you can put all these pedals on it. But you see saw how I use it. I use the top level for, uh, for basically for my, my active pedals. And then the bottom area is just staging. That, that holds all the other stuff. You didn't even see all the other stuff. No, I didn't even. It's like I've got so many more pedals than, than what was right there. I think I just came up with a gimmick for a band, though. Like, you were talking about zip-tying it on there. Yeah. What if you, like, mounted it up against something where it was, like, vertical with uh-huh. the ground, and then every time you wanted to hit a pedal, you, like, just kicked it. Like, <laughs> it's like that was your thing. Like, you just, Ugh! And then you'd That's be famous gimmick. for that. I don't That's even think gimmick. you'd have to write songs. There was a band in Pittsburgh called the Granati Brothers, and um, their guitarist used to have a... Uh, like, like a, a dummy on stage that he would do that kind of kick so stuff they, to. they took my idea and made it better before I even came up with it is what you're saying well so they would have done it first they really couldn't take it they did what? they, they came up with it first they didn't take it well they you don't know how time it. travel works I can see right now <laughs> listen man I do not see any DeLorean parked out in front of my street so I, I think I know exactly how time travel works because it will be in the future that was dumb. We'll edit that out. We'll- nah. <laughs> so, we're, so we're at about 38 minutes and so, so we'll start wrapping this up. But so, I tried three different Big Muffs, right? I tried the one that I ended up buying, the Nano. There's another one. It's like a little bit larger, not as big. And it, I can't remember. I think it was called the Green Muff Wicker. And there's like, like switches supposed to wick off some sort of frequency. I couldn't tell the difference. Like I, yeah. I, I didn't like it. My kids liked that one because it was green. They like green. They're... They, I'm like, what, what they're like these guys? love money and stuff. <laughs> no, just, they just they love the color green. Like Nicholas, like he's big into like the Percy trains and stuff. So you know he would he, he liked the, the green that sort of stuff. But um, it's it's funny because like I'm asking both kids, I'm like, what ones do you like? And I was trying to keep it involved so they so they wouldn't you know run around tear apart the store. I'm like, you go ahead, push the button, push this, push that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, we like this one. I'm like, why? Because it's green. I'm like, well, do you like the sound? And they both just look at me like. 
deer in headlights. <laughs> like, it sounds green. Right, right. So you have no idea what I'm talking about. So then I tried like the Nano Muff versus the original Big Muff, and they really sounded the same. And um, oh, and for life of me, I can't remember the guy that helped me out, but he's in a local band. Yeah. So he found that it, this, um, what do they call it? Lightness. So local Charleston and Lightness, South Carolina. Lightness, like with a K? No, light. Light. Yeah, lightness. Okay. Lightness. So local, local to the area here, and um, it's like doom metal, and like if you go, I love there, doom metal. See, that's that's what had my attention. Yeah. And it's it's funny, man, because I mean, you know what I look like, right? Like I do. I, I These people don't. But I, know, I do. I know. But so I so I don't look like I'm a, like I'm a metal fan at all. Yeah, you got like so a bunch he's of muscles. Like, well, and... what kind of stuff? Do, <laughs> what kind of stuff do you do you listen to? And so I started. I said, well, you know, I grew up on Metallica. I roll immediately. Mm. And then I said, but current stuff I'm listening to, like, I really enjoy the Dillinger Escape Plan lights up. Oh, my gosh. How did I not know this about you? Like, I love Dillinger Escape Plan. Seriously? Like, I saw him live once, and it was the greatest show of my life. Okay, I'm really jealous, because I haven't got to see Dude, him yet. this man was, like, jumping on the rafters yeah. and setting stuff on fire, and, like, yes, yeah, one of my favorite bands in the world. So, do you have the, well, I, I think it's the latest record, unless I missed one, but it was um, The Killer Among Us or something like that? I have only heard that song on YouTube. I haven't I haven't downloaded the album yet. So, the album you need to check out, and I'm probably going to butcher it, or the song, rather, from that album, is it's either How I Lost My Bet or When I Lost My Bet. I always I always mess it up, but it's something I lost my bet. The Something. The, yeah, the modifier before That's it, the title um, of the album, or? No, no, the, the title of the album is One of Us is the Killer, Yeah, right? but the, the song is when i lost my bet it is like i it's oh it, it's it's got this jazz kind of that's they do that a lot yeah i like that but a lot. then just like the just, just oh the sound that sound the screaming and just oh it's yeah. amazing but so him and i connected on that I, like, mm-hmm. like you and i just did now i'm like and i also love the tony danza tap dance extravaganza ah, i know of them and, and I, have heard them i can't say i love them everything i've heard by them like is just it's so insanely intense. Like I just love those guys. It's a shame they broke up. But so we we you know like after I explained that, like we bonded. Like, oh, you gotta check out my band. And so he said, Please. check out the Big Muff. Yeah, because he actually so. used to use the Big Muff. Uh, so and and that's where I'm like, help me decide here, because we were trying to work. I'm like, you know, and he's well, I used to use this one with my band. Your dog left like a residue on my hand. I don't know if this should be in the podcast or if I should tell you later. But <laughs> I think it's just hair. Uh, it's hair. Like, so I'm sorry. Dogs shed. I don't. I don't mean to go off the subject. Of, it's all right. Sorry, the big muff. But I'm no, it's got a fuzzy dog too. I ha- actually did not know um, pertaining to guitars that there were so many different types of big muff. Like I had heard, like you know, that you have to go through a lot before you find the one you like. Yeah, uh, but I didn't. I didn't know. I got to get out more. So well, so here's the thing. I, I'm still getting into this too because, like, um, especially the classic, like all the classic fuzzes, that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. They use these old tran- transistors, and some people get all excited about like, oh, it's the germanium transistor and this sort of stuff. And I have a germanium fuzz upstairs. I've demoed it on this on the show, and I like it. You know, it's like a fuzz face style. But um, like the big moth, I, th- I don't think they did germanium. Like I think theirs stayed more true over time because mm-hmm. like those old transistors, they leak. I guess. And like, no, I didn't know that. My dad was explaining all this. Time explain, yeah, explain that. Like I know we we're pressed for time here, but like, what I, do you mean when you I, say they leak? So I don't know. That's what I've been told, right? But just they they lose. I don't know if it's like they lose their consistency, like they lose like quality, they or they get softer like, over the, time. The conductivity, right? Because the transistor is called a semiconductor, so it's yeah. made of. Um, it's made of a, a material that will conduct electricity but not electrocute you at the same time. That's important. Thing, right? no, so, yeah. And Unless again, that's your gimmick. That's a way. That would Just be electrocuted. Gimmick. So that's a really lame explanation. If anyone out there listening is an engineer would like to come on the show and correct me, I invite you. Um, email me, signaltonoise101 at gmail.com, and you know, let's set up some time for you to come on the show and talk about this sort of stuff because I have questions for you, like, much like you know, Josh and I are talking about now. But so you get these old pedals, right? And they just don't sound right. And then here's the other thing that I found funny. Like you have all these people that are going for this vintage sound, vintage sound, vintage sound. Mm-hmm. And Very hip. I'm going to get this amp because this is what so-and-so used. So Black Sabbath. You're familiar with Black Sabbath, right? I've heard of them. One of my favorite, favorite Black Sabbath articles is um, they're working on the new album, 13. And I mean, it's not new anymore. It's a few years old. Is it the 13th album? Oddly enough, yes. Clever. Good. Weird, right? I know. What a clever idea for your 13th album. Because, well, that's, 13. yeah. I mean, you know, you could do like Adele and just put what the age you were every time on your album. Then it'd be called like 200 or something. Is that, is that what See, she does? That's what she does. Like her newest really? album, like 25 or what have you. Really? Yeah. What was her first album? 
it was like 21. I don't know. Maybe that's Taylor I, Swift. I don't. Seriously, I'm not joking here. Like, look up Adele's album names. Or there's a band called Maylene and the Sons of Disaster. Uh, their albums are one, two, three, four. Right. But Roman numerals, because it's cool. Well, that's what Tony Danza did, right? Because oh, he, well, he had the first Danza record, and then the second one was Danza 2, The Electric Boogaloo, which ah, I still find that's a subtitle. Then it was Danza 3, a, a series of unfortunate events, and then Danza 4, The Alpha, The Omega. Mm. Well, at least they got four CDs, four they albums did. out of it. I think they should have done one more record, and because they, they made it nine years and like four records. If they could have done one more year and one more record, Danza, Five, and Dime. Oh, my gosh. See what I did there? Get them on the phone. I, it was too late. we got to get them it's, together. It's past ten years now. Like, they can do another... Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's just not going to work. Yeah. I know. I, I see you working on there. So anyway, but anyway, so like... Who would have thought Tony Danza's band would get so popular? I know. And, and just by tap dancing. <laughs> but so, back to Black Sabbath, Tony Iommi's talking about the producer, and the producer's trying to go back and find all these classic amps from the era that they recorded the early uh, Black Sabbath records. Yeah. Like, he's trying to find Laney's from like that era. Like, what would have been the Laney reviews? What would have been the Marshall reviews? Like all these classic old amps and really working and they get him in the studio and they sound like crap and the producer's like <laughs> banging his head against because they like, leaked well it's not even that oh he's like why do these sound like crap and Tony's like because we didn't use stock amps we modified them all <laughs> and that ladies and gentlemen I think is an important fact you know because like we, we have this like lust and like romantic affair with like vintage gear and stuff you know mm -hmm. but I, I really like especially like you know kind of bring it full circle to atomic music like the new stuff I was playing I love the new sound you know you have new people using the old technology trying to do a new sound on it and they're, they're tweaking it for the modern era can I do a full circle also can I do a full circle see because technology yes. and science and improvement is good yeah. which is why we should eat GMOs we should not eat GMOs yeah no we should no. Do you know if you no grow two different types of corn and you, you only pick out the ones that mm -hmm. are like strong and you yeah. only replant those, that counts as creating a GMO? Like you're genetically modifying it. Yes, but we're not genetic, genetically modifying it to be like weed resistant. you just scared. <laughs> a little bit. I really am. I really am. Because I, I think there are chemicals every day that are weird. So, you know what? We're totally going to go off on a tangent. Right, let's do it. I'm over my 30-minute time Prepare. frame. So... It has absolutely nothing to do with our topic of music. Uh, did we did we finish that up? Should we hit the button? Oh, you know what? Then... We should hit the button. Hang on. All right. There we go. So, the movie um, Johnny Mnemonic. With Keanu Reeves in it. You have seen this I movie. have not seen it, but I know of it. <laughs> Is that the one where he gets the flash drive in his head? I have not seen it. I've literally I, not seen I, it, but I know about I it. I seriously feel like I'm living in a sitcom right now. I'm sorry. Like delivery is killing. No, no, don't apologize. You're good, because I need a place to stay. Okay. I, I think it's good radio. Hopefully the audience will too. But anyway, so Johnny Mnemonic, right? The whole point of, of that movie is like, you know, he's the mnemonic courier trying to get the cure for um, a disease called the Black Shakes, right? And Henry Rollins plays the doctor in the movie, which is the whole reason I want to see the movie, because yeah. I don't watch anything Henry Rollins in. Plug for He Never Died. Do you have Netflix? I watched He Never Died the other day. Let's high five. Listen to us. That was a nice high five. Dude, Stephen Ogg was in that movie, which is one of my favorite things. I know you don't know who that is, but he's the guy who played Trevor on Grand Theft Auto V, and he looks like Trevor, but keep going. No idea who that is. Stephen Ogg. Plug. That movie was really good. I, I loved it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. But anyway, so back to Giant Mnemonic. He plays a doctor, and like, well, what causes the black shakes? And he's just... Throw, throwing his hands up, throwing stuff around his lab. This causes it. This causes it. He's just every, black shaking. Just. Well, just every piece of electronic, right? Because here's the deal. If you saw a poisonous snake in front of you, are you going to go pick it up? You, because you, of the, my knowledge you of poisonous snakes? You know that it's poisonous. Yes, you, you know, know it's poisonous. Know. You know it's a cobra or whatever or whatever a more poisonous snake would be, but you know it's poisonous. Are you going to go mess with it? No, I am not. Exactly, this right? Time. Because you can see it, you can see the danger, you're going to avoid it. Yes. You know, if there is a giant cliff, you know, and there are sharp, nothing but sharp, sharp rocks at the bottom, it's like a 50-foot drop, there is no way you can jump across it, are you going to do it? Is this one of those, because like if everybody else is doing it, I would. Well, not even Because clearly something's... No, no, okay. it's, it's not even... That. Then, no, yeah, no, I wouldn't, I'm sorry. The is like, if you see danger... Yeah, if you see danger... You go out of your way. What about the stuff you can't see? For example, a GMO. You can't see it. 
We don't, we, we don't even officially know really what a GMO is, right? We just talk about the Except that I told about. you what it is a little while ago. Have you ever seen one? Yeah, I eat them all the time. But what's a GMO look like? It's, it's, well, and see, I feel like you're proving my point because a GMO is just, uh, it's the thing. Like, you're like, oh, this is genetically modified beef. No, it's beef. The point is that you can't see the modification, so you don't know what's going on, right? So, for example, um, how do you know that right now we're not being poisoned by whatever's in the air? I mean, you don't know. How do you, how do you know that right now we aren't in a computer simulation? As serving as batteries? Yeah, I mean, because that's like, totally like practical. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, talking about Keanu Reeves, the greatest actor alive. Oh, goodness gracious, I do, I do appreciate his movies. Oh, goodness gracious! But I mean, the whole the whole thing is like, it, it, it's it's not what you see that kills you; it's what you can't see, you know. And and that, that's like like I don't even know how we got on this tangent. Why we're here. Um, <laughs> I have no idea. Because we were talking about how like I'm right about stuff and you're not. <laughs> you're a lot of fun. Um, darn it! But I mean, like, see, like I don't. Know, that's the that's. We're talking about the black shakes, yeah. And you were yeah, saying, yeah. But I mean, that's that's the stuff that keeps me up at night, thinking about the things that I can't see, right? And I mean, like, like for example, you know, all my guitar pedals. Yeah. Um, most of the older pedals I have from the '80s. You know how many times I've taken that stuff apart and messed with them and got my fingers all over that? Hopefully never. Uh, so, a bunch. Wow. Right? Especially when I was trying to and it works. swap out switches and I was using solder. Do you know how many times I've soldered something without gloves or anything on? How only many? to learn that like most of the solder I was using was a lead-based solder. Oh, shoot. So, that's kind of bad, right? But again, like, you know, they, you can tell me lead's bad for me, but it just doesn't look like anything bad. It doesn't look like a threat, like a giant snake or a saber-toothed tiger. Yeah, I painted my house with paint based on it. Recently? No, I don't have a house, Aaron. You know this. <laughs> I, you know, it depends on how we define house. You know, you might have a nice little box and or a bridge somewhere that you painted. You know, <laughs> right? you know. I'm not homeless. I'm just home, houseless. Sweet home, home sweet home, right? Homes where you hang your hat. Right, so, oh, whoa, just kidding. There we go. Nothing happened. All right. Yeah, nothing major. So, good I'm thing I drank known. all that beer before <laughs> I, I. Yeah, I know. Good thing. It's good responsible. Thing. It was so responsible of you to drink the beer so it wouldn't spill later. Like that was like you know. There's the time machine thing. What a weird self fulfilling prophecy. Future Josh knew that he was going to spill it, so he went back and made sure that past Josh drank drank it. the beer. So he. But I only spill spilled it because I drank it. That's my mind is blown. Like. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, we shall call it. It's um, way longer than I intended to do this podcast, but you know, with the ghosts, a lot of fun. Kind of like I with Mike here. So this is the end of episode 25. Uh, we're going to go out on another song by my band, Dark Water, and the song is called Habitat. And um, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, make some noise. Make some noise.